And we are back. We uh, Our computers don't have strokes or viruses that could make them explode at any time. Uh, we are completely cured of those computer diseases. Welcome back, everyone, to another wonderful day in Dude Thoughts Land. It is the Celebrity Deep Dive Podcast show uh, brought to you today by Kim Kardushian um, <laughs> and Dwayne The Rock Jansen and... Who are the other some of the, some of the celebrities that uh, uh, have 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 you know? Uh, repped Andrew us? Garfield. Ah um, uh, yes. Oh yes, Garfield. <laughs> yes, Jack Efron. Jack. Oh man, Jack. What a mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a, a, a new sponsor came in. I don't know if you guys uh, saw this, but Leonardi DiCuprio. Mm. Leonardi DiCuprio. How are they sponsoring uh, so, us? Leonardi is uh, is an actor. He mm-hmm. uh, was in that movie, um, The Grapes of Bath. Uh, he was <laughs> also in the uh, the movie about the sinking ship, The Bismarck. Um, and also, he is uh, very well uh, known for his role um, in Unchained Django. So he uh, he also <laughs> had a good role in that movie. Is he uh, uh, known for being wildly unattractive? Uh, yes, but no. <laughs> It's very interesting, Leonardo mm. DiCuprio. Mm. Uh, anyways, Kelky, coming to you first. Kelky, hey, dude, what's up? Um, you know, I live in Tennessee now, so that's exciting. Whoop, whoop. Boo. Oh, wait, <laughs> um, hold on. It's been very nice weather this week, um, and it will probably get cold again very soon, but that's fine because we've been outside a lot this week, hanging out, enjoying the weather. Um, we're still definitely not anywhere close to, like, settled a lot of our things are in boxes or just on the floor which is super fun that's fine so um yeah i think that's mostly it oh also someone in pennsylvania tried to use my credit card at a gas station so we had to cancel <laughs> oh. it that was and Mark. then i went to <laughs> bet it was to mark J- and leah I or because s- like they texted michael and they were like is this you someone tried to use your card at sunoco and then like they gave us a number of what it was like the gas station number. And so he said no. And I was like, well, I'm going to look up where that what where that is. <laughs> and so I typed in the number online and um, it said Pennsylvania. And I was like, God damn it, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then I went to TJ Maxx and I was just dumb and like forgot that had happened. So I like tried uh-huh. to use the card because I was like, well, my Michael replied no, so the problem is solved. But the, when you reply no, they're like, okay, well, we're going to cancel your card then. And so obviously the card was canceled. And so the lady was like, um, it's not like processing. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I have this debit card. And so I tried to use my debit card. And he goes, um, it's expired. It expired at the end of February. And I was like, oh, everything is going really well right now. So I had another card that I used, but I was like, I hate myself. I'm like, I'm day. so sorry. I told the lady, I was like, I just moved. So all these cards, they just think I'm, they just think they're being stolen. But really, I'm just a dumb person. So that was the real reason. <laughs> but yeah, that's wow. what's been going on here. Uh, hey, Carmen. Hey, dude, what's up? Hey there. I just sent you guys a picture via text. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, I sent this to uh, my team at work today, uh, the, the big team. And I said... Hey, uh, this is uh, just a quick update from Chicago. Uh, 70 degrees in Chicago. I took that picture on Saturday, and then I took that picture today at work at 25 degrees with snow. Uh, oh, you made that. 
Yeah, I made that. Oh. That's like I just I just took it that. It looks like today. a real meme. Good job. I know. Uh, you know, the trick is to make it in PowerPoint and then screenshot it. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's the trick. Um, also, I had to use my AOL dial-up connection at work Ugh. to get it done. Uh, but then I had to I had to take that picture and I faxed it to myself, and then I used my typewriter to type out my words. Uh, so I want to tell a story about Chick Fil A because uh, Kelky was was drinking from a Chick Fil A cup, which I am going to go ahead and throw this out there. It was not by choice. Uh, Kelky is very strong in her determination to not eat at Chick Fil A or or drink at Chick Fil A by choice. Unfortunately, so, everything else was closed, and I have to eat. Yes, and yes. I did not which I'm gonna my day correctly. Yes. Uh, so here's here's my my thoughts on Chick Fil A. I have none. Okay, I'm not going to 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 go either way. I like their food, but I think that uh, you know I don't actively go out of my way to get Chick Fil A. It's very much if someone else is like, let's get Chick Fil A. I'm not actively saying no. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, so, I say the food is. I think the food is overrated. Like I don't think it's as good as people. I also act agree like with that. There are a lot of really yeah. good chicken. We can all agree to that. Available. There, well, I'm listen, glad we all agree, but a lot of people don't agree. They're like the Chick-fil-A Popeyes the chicken sandwich chicken. shits on mm-hmm. on this this Chick Fil A sandwich. All right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna we we did a whole episode about this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we, man. <laughs> our what? fast food episode throwback. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, so I got this email today, and I'm I'm in my break room. I'm microwaving my food because Chick Fil A knows that it's lunchtime saying, hey, we haven't seen you for a while. Here's a free chicken sandwich or a spicy chicken sandwich. Just come in anytime. And uh, I'm telling my team, and I'm like, guys, you know, I don't eat at Chick-fil-A often, but they have a way of drawing you back in with free food. And no one says anything. And I look around, and I go, oh, a tough crowd. And still no one says anything. They all have their AirPods in. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, ah, I'm talking to myself. And I just leave. Uh but it's like you ever have that moment where you're like, man, I bet they're all just talking shit about me, and they don't actually have their AirPods in right now. They're like, I have this because they all I'm the kind of, to do that beforehand, right? I uh, I'm the kind of person that I'll put my AirPods in and not actually play anything. It's just so people won't talk to me, or yeah. it gives me an excuse to actively ignore them. Uh, so I don't know. That's anyways. But <laughs> Gabe, wait, hold on, hold on, Gabe. Hey, dude, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Okay. So to to your point first, I had a scenario like that at work once where, um. Like, there's, like, an argument between a superior and a peer. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put my, my AirPods in. But I'm not going to play anything. Because I'm nosy. Because I'm nosy, yeah. That's me. I'm and then I also, bitch. like, I also had to change for work. So I was like, well, let me go to the bathroom. And so the way the bathroom works, and I could still hear, I was still in the same room, so I could hear. However, the way the bathroom worked is if you turn the light on, the fan also comes on. So, you know how, like, the fans are kind of loud in the bathroom, so you can't really hear anything. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to get ready in the dark so I can still be nosy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I didn't turn nice. the light on. Committed to the bit. <laughs> Flashlights so on the phone. Just... <laughs> exactly. So I didn't turn the light on because I didn't want the fan to to go on so I could still be nosy. And I was texting people. I was like, oh, so this is happening now. This is the tea. <laughs> and then I went back out. My headphones didn't make eye contact with anybody. Just pretend like nothing was going on. But yeah, um, and plot so, twist—they were talking about a murder they both committed. Oh yes, uh, podcast burp. So for me, I saw the Batman yesterday. Oh no, spoilers! Yeah. Six no, hours. I, when when have I ever spoiled a movie? Um, well, there was that one time. 
Uh, it was enjoyable. It was long, but it didn't feel long. So Takoki's six-hour point. It does. It is long, but it's it's a brisk, brisk three-hour movie. Mark messaged me and was like, "Have you seen it yet?" And I was like, "No, it's a DC movie. I'll see it when I get around to it." And he was like, "Oh, I'm really interested to see what you guys think." And I'm like, "Why?" I don't know. Like, why no. is it specific? I mean, maybe he said that to more than just me, but I was like. Why? I don't know. I Speaking don't... of thoughts, dude thoughts. I, I don't Michael texted me today asking me my thoughts on something, and I left him on red, and now I feel like an a-hole. So please let him know that I'm acknowledging that I am in the wrong. But are you just going to respond? <laughs> I'm going to respond. I just haven't done it yet. Okay. Well, Sorry, Gabe. No, that was it. And then I actually walked to the movie theater, because I don't live far from it now. It's like a 10-minute walk. Um, well... I don't stay far from it. <laughs> it was like a 10 minute walk. Um, so I was just like, I'm just going to walk to the theater and then walk back. The only thing that was hard was like the eye adjustment afterwards. I was just like, oh, yeah. Ugh, kill me because I saw that. You see those movies in the middle of the day and you come out, especially in Florida, it's like, oh, shit. I also had the first time where somebody was in my seat. Yeah, it was very cordial, but I wanted it to be more dramatic. Um, <laughs> I went over. I wanted said, it hey, to be a fist fight because it was and the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Get off my seat! Where's Where my seat? <laughs> Where'd you put her? Um, and so I said, "Hey, you're in my seat," and he said, "Oh no, we have 13." And I said, "Great, you're in 14." And he said, "Oh my bad, that was it." But I, I, was I feel ready like for a fist fight. I really was. Yeah, they, they, they always. They always, in the movies, they play it up, right? Like, oh, man. Oh, man, this motherfucker is in my seat. Ooh, I'm going to throw down. And then you ever you ever do that, and then you'd be wrong? You ever have that happen? No, I'm usually no, pretty someone like, out. So I think I've talked about this as far as, like, we, when we talked about Aldi's, and I was afraid to go because I didn't understand the carts. <laughs> I, like, am very thorough in the way I do things because I do not want those situations to happen. So I'm always, like, triple triple thousand checking like this is my seat this is my ticket it says 14 the seat says 14 that is the letter f this ticket also has a letter f this is my seat and then i'll show it to somebody i take pictures of my stove being off if i cook breakfast and have to leave so i can go back to it as a reference that i turned off the stove this happens every day every single day i had to leave after i cook so I need their respect method is what I'm saying. As opposed to Jessica texting me and being like, hey, can you drive to my house and make sure my oven is off? <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. No, back when we lived in Florida. <laughs> no, she did it yesterday. I was just at your house. Oh, well, man, screw you for not saying hi to me. Anyways, uh, we are at the 10 minute and 53 second mark and no one's fighting anyone because you're all in your assigned seats and don't go anywhere because things happen. At this point of the show. and What happens, uh, Carmen? Damn it. Fuck you, Kelky. You always ask <sighs> us. I know. Okay, you know what? We're mixing at, it up. At the 11 minute and 10 second mark, you're going to go tell every one of your fucking friends. Every 1,000 <laughs> of your friends. And if you don't have 1,000 friends, you only have 999 friends. Well, first off, you're a loser. and You should be ashamed of yourself. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's not call you're names. Right. You're right. Let me, let me, back, let me backtrack. We appreciate let me backtrack. the listeners. Let's All not right. shame the listeners. <laughs> let me try again. Uh, at the 11 minute and... 30 second mark, you are going to go tell all your friends about the Dude Thoughts Podcast Celebrity Deep Dive Show because it is the greatest celebrity deep dive show on the entire internet. And uh, we deserve a five star review. And you deserve a five star review for listening, but we can't actually give you one. But you can give us one. Uh, this so is do us that. giving you a five star review. Yeah, bing, click five bing, star. Bing, bing, um, bing. 
click, 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 click. What I just wrote was, you're amazing. You're um, amazing. You're amazing. And, yeah. So, anyways, share this with your friends and back to the Keep show. Listening. Gabe, we're talking about... Someone who is a slightly less funny comic than Will Ferrell, but still very good. Who are we talking about today? We are talking about the ever-talented John Edmund Mullaney. Edmund? Yeah, Edmund. Like Mm. like the baseball player. Like Jim Edmund. Yeah. Jim Edmunds. There was an S. Edmunds. There was an S. No S here. So, uh, most he just hosted SNL, which is almost like a year anniversary or like a two-year anniversary, because I popped up something on my Facebook timeline that I posted in like 2019, the same day he hosted SNL, where I wrote like John Mulaney with the greater than sign, and then I put like other SNL host. That's true. And that popped up like after I saw that he was on SNL again. So good timing. Good job, me, in Facebook in 2019. <laughs> Great job. In <And> SNL. <laughs> in SNL, <laughs> and John Mulaney being available. He was born August twenty second or twenty sixth, nineteen eighty two. What brings us to our favorite segment, Carmen? Cal keys to the stars. <laughs> that was beautiful. So that would make him a Virgo, mm, Virgo. Um, but like right on the cusp, like that's just outside of Leo, right into Virgo. Did you guys um, ever see that movie? Forty year old Virgo. Leo. Mm. What did you say? 40-year-old Virgo with Steve Carell and Seth Rogen. What joke did you just make? (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, meta-level humor. uh, It's something. I think Jane Lynch was in that movie. She was. She was his Um, boss. Virgos are typically known for being humble, practical, and industrious. Um, Also, like, very kind and natural, sympathetic people. Um, like methodical, very like, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Another a synonym for methodical. I don't know. Tedious. Um, however, or they're also meticulous. Like, really like tightly wound and like high stress, like tense a lot. So yeah. I would say, based on you know, I don't know this person, but based on things, I I feel like that fits. All right. He seems very kind, but also maybe a little tightly wound. <laughs> Got some stuff that, going that tracks. on. I feel like that tracks. Um, yeah. And that's been Calkies to the Stars. Calkies to the Stars. <laughs> stars oh, shooting stars. Wow, make yeah. a wish, guys. <laughs> I also, wish. Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> so, Calkies. So, you know how the, the AirPods will, will say your name? Like, it'll say text from. Yeah. This person. It says Kelsey, and I want to throw my AirPods every time it does. <laughs> Like, that person doesn't exist, AirPods. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> when Carmen says it all the time, and then we'll just, like, switch to Kelki, but then correct back to Kelsey, and I'm like, well, at that point, you've just said it. <laughs> just... <laughs> so, he was born in Chicago, Illinois. Greatest city in the world! To Ellen so Mulaney and Charles Chip Mulaney Jr. And I think both his parents were attorneys, um, he has a bit about it. It also says it on Wikipedia. I'm also going to disclaimer right now that I saved my notes. And then my I was using a my work computer. And for some reason, my work computer had a meltdown. Hey. And so my, my notes what? did not save when I was doing it because I did it on my break at work. 
So we're using Wikipedia. <laughs> so bear with me if there's any gaps. Because I had a lot of notes, but now I have less notes. Um, so yeah, her, his parents went to Georgetown University and Yale Law School. They were at Georgetown and Yale the same time as the Clintons, um, which he has a joke about as well. His mother knew Bill Clinton and said that he was quite the ladies' man. Which mm. I don't know if there, that needs to be past tense. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, he grew up watching the show I Love Lucy, and he credits Ricky Ricardo for making him want to go into show business. Did you guys um, watch he, that biopic? No, Being about Ricky Ricardo's? Ricardo. I didn't either, but I, it got really great reviews. Maybe I will eventually. I still need to watch the Pam and Tommy show. Oh my god, I want to watch that so bad. Yes, but it has. But I just finished Murderville, so I'm now I'm ready for a new show. Which one's Murderville? Is that the Will the Arnett of... and the celebrity the celebrity guests? But they like okay. don't tell the celebrity guests the script. Oh I'm no, it's that. Seen that one. the celebrity is just improving the whole time, but Will Arnett has like a script. Oh, that sounds delightful. no. Will Arnett is also improving the whole time, but he has and like it's... plot points that he's supposed to hit. Yes. Also, can I just tell you, so you know how one of my favorite things is when people try to hold their laughs in on SNL? I, I yeah. like that. So in this show, the dead people are really like living people. And As with most <laughs> shows. No, no, no. But they're, no, no. But uh, sometimes the dead people, they have like, uh, uh, you know, some kind of like body double or something because it's like maimed, right? Um but this one scene, I'm spoiler alert, because I have to share this because I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. Uh, it was, uh, I don't remember who was the, oh, Kumail something was the guest celebrity. Yeah, yeah, And there was a dead guy and he died by uh, a CD was flicked at him and it got him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Arnett's like, rookie mistake, you didn't check the mouth. And so he goes and he has to pull something out of the mouth, but the guy is still alive. Like he's still there. And the guy, the dead corpse just starts laughing. And I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've seen in so fucking long. Was you, I gotta, you I like gotta that find so much? Play. I'm surprised you don't like Pete Davis, Davidson because he does that quite often. Yeah, but he's not funny. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've I've grown to like him. And also, anyone who's listening to this and listened to our original John Mulaney skit, I like him ten times more than I did back then. I just think here's my thing with your constant comparison to Will Ferrell. I just I'm just giving you guys a hard time. And no, they're not. I I don't (laughs) believe that they're the same. I think that Will Ferrell is a superior actor, and I think that John Mulaney is a superior stand-up. Thank you. I appreciate your clarification. Yeah, you I'll can't compare the two though. Because yeah. I think honestly, comedic acting is hard, but like obviously, stand up is also hard because you also have to write the jokes yeah. yes. and deliver them well. And comedic timing is not something that people are necessarily born with or can learn, or like it's not something you can learn all of the time. Some people can, but like it's not super easy to just step into, in my opinion. Yes. Sorry, Gabe, take it away. No problem. Um, he has two brothers and a sister um one of his brothers however died at birth or died in the womb i should say and so because he grew up in a catholic family and you get a confirmation name his brother's name was martin and so he took the name martin as his confirmation name oh that's nice to honor his brother when so he knew he wanted to get into show business when he was around seven um like because he watched shows like out of lucy and that helped him and he was also he was actually up for the role of Kevin in Home Alone. 
Wow. Oh, I know. I didn't know that. I learned that researching this, which obviously did not. His parents didn't want him to be like in the movie. So. In the show, now is, is that yeah. the role that went to Joe Pesci instead? Yes, exactly. It could have been little seven-year-old John Mulaney <laughs> instead of Joe Pesci getting hit with paint cans. <laughs> I don't like that movie. The movie would have been funnier if it was a seven-year-old versus seven-year-old. <laughs> uh, I I have this this running joke of like wanting to make a Predator movie, but it's like Predator trying to get into the Home Alone house. So it's it's like my passion project. If I were to make a movie, it's Predator versus Kevin McAllister. If so, I ever get rich, I will fund that movie. I'll watch you. it. Um, so yeah, and then he, at 14, he played the role of Wallaby Webb in a production of Our Town. Our Town is not something I've never seen. I think it's a stage show, however. It is. I can't believe you, they didn't make you read that in high school. I went to I've a, never heard of this until right now. Oh, okay. No, I went to this little private school. They didn't make me read anything. I read <laughs> well, where that's the, not a very good <laughs> private school. They should be making you read more. I mean, they did, but they didn't really check very hard. <laughs> the loopholes. Yeah, it's I was a supposed play. to read things. It's a very um, it's a sad play. She dies. Uh, the main girl dies when she's spoilers. Yeah, yeah, neither of you I, are going to watch. Or I had to pull up my. Uh, I have an audible credit. You're not going to read a play of our town. God, you don't know. Yeah, is I it do. is it <laughs> R like the letter R or are you oh, saying you are. like ours in our our town our town in the it's middle like a small of town the our no it's town. it's our our town not our. our town you guys in are saying R like a <laughs> our town. <laughs> hey how do you guys say the thing let um like the bottom of trees like what's in the ground trunk no root it is a, it's a root thank you okay. Some Actually, people wait, stop, hear. hold on. G- I only said root because Gabe said root. I, it, it's roots. They're roots in the ground, and it's root All beer. All right. All right. His fucking career started. Uh, I was about to say, the people here, not the also, southern people, the fucking Midwest weirdos are saying we all, We all on this call can also agree that your syrup goes in the refrigerator at all times. No, it doesn't. You, I put my syrup in the refrigerator. You guys, you, what the thank hell? You, Why do you want cold syrup? No, because you could warm it up at any time. But why would you warm it up when it could just be warm? No, no, because it, it goes, it goes bad. Your it cold doesn't syrup go is bad. Good. Okay, hold on. Have you tried cold syrup? Clarification: Yes, because psychopaths I live with I keep it in the fridge. Now, are you buying Carmen or Gabe both? Are you buying pure maple syrup, or are you buying like Miss Butterworths? Both. I buy what's the cheapest. Pure maple syrup, a hundred thousand percent, has to be refrigerated because it's not full of preservatives. So why should I not just refrigerate all my syrup? Because the Out other one is fake garbage, and like you can keep it in your pantry, and it won't. Expire I think for, it like, tastes good years. with cold. I think cold syrup tastes good on like my hot waffle. I just want pan. like all my hot things to be. My hot, hot waffle sounds like a great band name. <laughs> my hot waffle. That sounds like a strip club. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, also, can we all disagree? That one thing that never goes in the refrigerator is peanut butter. Yeah, I don't know. Are there people who put that in the refrigerator? Oh, there are psychopaths that put peanut butter in the refrigerator. How do you even scoop it? You can't. I don't know. How long are you holding your syrup bottle upside down, waiting for that cold? It's liquid. It's. it's I've never had an issue getting cold syrup out of my box. You're creating problems that don't exist. I this this morning was like, man, I wish this syrup would come out of. Fucking lady's head. I mean, when you compare it to hot syrup, yeah, but it's not a drastic issue I'm having in the morning when I want syrup. It takes me a second. 
I just like don't understand. And I don't understand why you would put it in the refrigerator and then microwave it. No, like, you ever had like hot chicken on a salad? No, that sounds terrible. Oh That's my delightful. gosh. Crispy chicken salad? Carmen, yeah. you are so weird about all of your food being like the exact same temperature. So I don't need your bullshit. Hold on. Hold on. I forgot that was a quirk of his. It is not. <laughs> I that find it, it all very has... weird. Okay. You know what? This is a whole different episode and I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> I'm triggered. I need a safe space. <laughs> so John Edmund Mullaney graduated Georgetown in 2004. Um, I think an English degree, but I don't have that written yes, here. Yes, that is what um, he says in the stand-up. So, and then he pretty much graduated and went straight to New York City to be to, to have a career in comedy, and he got a job as a office assistant at Comedy Central. Did that for a little while. Pitched the idea of a TV show with his, I want to say best friend. I don't know this for sure. Nick Kroll. He did a lot of projects with Nick Kroll. Yes, um, they're tight. And... They pitched the idea of a show. That show, it appears to have gotten picked up, and then they worked that show for a little while where they were the writers on it. Um, and then Mulaney decided he wanted to do more freelance work, and so he left um, and then started doing stand-up. Bear with me. He has credited some of his comedic, comedic influences to be Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Conan O'Brien, and there's some other ones, but those are the, the main ones. Um, who are your favorite? Com- like, as far as, like, those older comedians, like the 90s, do you guys have any favorites that stand out? Will Ferrell. What Will Ferrell stand-up do you watch? Name Anything. name one. <laughs> well, when he was impersonating George H. Uh, that uh, is George a very Bush. good. That is a very funny comedic special, but I don't know if that counts as stand-up. It does. He's standing up while he's delivering those he's lines. He's sitting down a lot of it because he's sitting at the desk. Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. Um, actually, I'm having a really hard time because my my favorite stand-ups are I love Dane Cook still to this day. No, uh, I cannot get behind him. that. I Dane Cook. Get uh, I do not think that man is funny. That's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, big oh, fan. Oh, Jim Gaffigan's good, but that's uh, more Sebastian recent. Sebastian Maniscalco. I can't think of anyone from the '90s. I and, enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, Adam Sandler. I guess would you consider him yeah. '90s? He's yeah. 90s. I don't like Adam Sandler, but I would consider him 90s. I don't care for his movies. I haven't seen his stand-up. But, I mean, I love his Hanukkah song, which he wrote yeah. for stand-up. So. I want to put for Hanukkah. What about you guys? I like... I mean, I liked old Ellen stand-up, R.I.P., to before we knew. <laughs> Simpler times when we thought she was a nice person. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, Jim Gaffigan's been around for a while, but that's, like, early 2000s. And then I'm, like, Brian Regan, but I think that's around the same time for me. I don't know if I have, like... Brian Regan is cool. I like Brian Regan. I never really cared for the Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. I haven't seen a lot of it. But what I have seen, I was like, meh. I, I like his voice. A lot of oh, yeah, just I like have his great voice. voices. His voice is funny. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, you could probably tell hey, a I'm boring a story and it would be funny to me. <laughs> I'm Jerry Seinfeld and I'm on a podcast. And That's I'm a good. bee. Wait, Carmen, what was that one that you did really poorly? <laughs> when I did, what I, I don't do anything poorly. He did poorly. Tom Holland. <laughs> no, that was no, you. Oh, yeah, that was I, I oh, did. Ron Swanson. Yeah, no. but listen, I, I got to tell you. His, his Ron Swanson was good. It was, it was not that. as, it was not as good as when it's in person. And I, I had to like. So I was listening to the Instagram commercial and I was like, I, I, I got it to match. I got it really good. I swear mm-hmm. to you. 
I, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna find that commercial. I'm gonna record myself and I'm gonna send it to you. And I'm gonna tell you pick which one is Ron Swanson, and you're not even gonna be able to fucking do it. Well, you have to also send me um, a voice memo of Megan Crumbs doing it. <laughs> Did somebody say Megan Crumbs? Oh. Uh, I listened back to that episode and. When you didn't know who Megan Cross was, might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for Megan Crumbs. <laughs> uh, go back and listen to uh, whatever episode that was. I think Tom Brady. No, it was Tom Brady. We were talking about Giselle Boonchin. Yeah, so. So uh, he performed on the late night show with Conan O'Brien, and after that, he was asked to audition for Saturday Night Live. In 2008, in his auditioning team was... These are all the people that he auditioned with. Are you ready? Him, Nick Kroll, Donald Glover, Ellie Kemper, TJ Miller, and Bobby Moynihan, who I don't know. But Bobby Moynihan is on SNL now. Okay, who, which one is he? Um, hold on. He's one of the, the shorter, a little bit heavier set guy. He's in okay, the David S. Pumpkin skit. Oh, okay, yep. I know he is. You don't need to pull it up. Okay. Um, so any questions? I love that sketch so much. It's so dumb. But yeah, so what an audition team, first off, they could all just do something together. Donald Glover. I would love to see Donald Glover Donald Glover and John Mulaney and anything together. They're two of my favorite people. Um and I'm so just he shook. Did... I have to interrupt because I truly Please. thought John Mulaney at, did a stint with Second City at some point, and I don't know why I thought that because I guess I, I guess just because he's from Chicago, but no. he did not, and that's like really he was the, in fourteen. He was on um like an improv kids circuit thing called Maybe the Rugrats. That's why I thought that. Um, I have no idea. I had it pulled up here earlier, but I don't know where I put it. Um, but yeah, they were called the Rugrats. Great name. <laughs> um, he didn't prepare a lot for his. Um, for his audition, he didn't have. He said, like most people in SNL auditions will have impressions ready. He didn't do any. He just did stand up. <laughs> he just went and did stand like his bits, and like his normal like, like storytelling. Like, oh, here's a voice for this character, and here's a voice for this character, but not like, hey, I'm Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm a bee in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed> <laughs> um, and so yeah, then he got hired as a writer. Um, so. I'm trying to find the list of his specials I had. He won an Emmy on Saturday Night Live as well, because why wouldn't you? Let me see here. He wrote... I'm trying to find... I had his stand specials, so bear with me as I try to find those. Well, while, while you're doing that... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I would actually argue that being a writer for SNL is harder than being an actor for SNL. I think being a writer is... <sighs> Generally more challenging. I, I'm trying to word this perfectly because I don't think acting is easy. But no, think, no. Acting is not easy. But I think writing is probably a little more harder. And I think it's a little harder just because it's it feels less appreciated, too. Maybe yeah, there are and <laughs> you, you don't, don't always necessarily get, like, the quote-unquote credit. Um, and then also, if you write something really funny, but the people... And you could have great actors, but they're just, like, not delivering it. The like it's just not translating with those people. Like then you have to change it because like those are the actors. They're not changing. Well, it's yeah. it's both though because you could have something that's really poorly written mm -hmm. and acted wonderfully. That's true. And you could have something that's acted poorly but written wonderfully. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's let's take Star Wars prequels and sequels as examples. And also mm -hmm. the Greatest Showman. Yes. Yeah. Why is Good that one. such a bad movie? I don't know. Great soundtrack. Bad movie. Great actors. Great. 
choreo. Great it's everything amazing. except movie. Well, the writing's bad, movie. which is why the movie's bad. <laughs> so is, uh, I think Jack Efron had a cameo in that movie, starring yeah. side by side with Zac Efron, not to mm-hmm. be mistaken. Mm-hmm. He was the bartender in the scene yeah. where Zac Efron was dancing. Completely unrelated. <laughs> He's been doing stand-up comedy for 18 years, so his stand-up comedy could buy an adult beverage if it needed to. 18? Wait, no, it can't. Where? It can join the oh, army. Sorry, it, can, it can buy it an can. adult beverage in most places I forgot. except for America. It, it can't, yeah. It could buy adult beverage where I'm from, Tom Holland. It could buy adult <laughs> beverage there. Um, and he's been a, a headliner since 2008. So for a long time, he's been like the main attraction of yeah. his comedy shows. Oh, yeah, they actually, he added a bunch of new stops on his current tour and he added like three. He's coming in. here. No, I know I'm mad because he, but he added three in Nashville, and I was like, Michael, I might drive up and see one of these shows. I'll go to Nashville. Wait, I'll go to Nashville. Let's go. Is he coming to Chicago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has several. In, well, he may have actually started in Chicago. Is the tour going now? Yeah, it's happening right now. I need to look this up because uh, Kelky, we also have to go see Paul McCartney in Knoxville. I know, right? I would do that. Don't mess with me. His first couple of uh, specials were released on Comedy Central. Um, that would would be, I think that's new in town, which most people would recognize. Um, his new third, spe- then his third special went to Netflix, and that's Comeback Kid, which is also very popular. That might have been the no, that's not the one where he talks about Trump because that was in twenty fifteen. Um, new in town. Premiered in 2015, and then he had one called The Atlantic, and then he won in 2016. Mulaney received nominations for Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Variety Show for Comeback Kid, but he lost to Patton Oswalt, who was also a great comedian. His fourth special was called Kid Gorgeous. Um, that one came out in 2017. That one might be the one that I'm thinking about where there's a horse in the hospital. If yeah, you've seen and then the one, the Comeback Kid is the one in Chicago, like at the yes, Chicago yes. Theater. Which is Correct. probably my favorite one, but I also love Kid Gorgeous at Radio City. I like Kid Gorgeous a lot. I watched Horse in the Hospital. I watched that one with uh, with Lauren, like when it came out, <laughs> just randomly. So I have gotten Lauren. to see. Speaking of speaking of, yeah, yeah, shout out Lauren, definitely worth it. Uh, I have seen multiple shows at the Chicago Theater, and they have never disappointed. I saw Jim Gaffigan. Dane Cook, Seth Meyers, and Hannibal Burris all at the Chicago Theater. Yeah, I and think they, Hannibal it's Burris a great is venue. Oh, Hannibal I saw is very him. Funny. I saw him. Uh, so I actually saw him twice. The first time he opened for Dane Cook, and the second time I got to see him do his own tour there. That's cool. Full circle moment. Um, so, yeah. So then also the I Chicago think... Theater is so pretty. I mean, yeah, I've only been, seen it like in, it's on my list. in stand-up. Yeah, I've never seen it in person, but one day. You guys can come anytime. I'll go see a show with you guys there. I can't Great. see John Mulaney there because that's going to be when I'm like a very pregnant. So I can't travel. But you can come like down and see it with me in Nashville because I will have given birth by then. I might do maybe. that. Maybe not. So he had, let's talk some of his like TV projects. Um, he had a show called Mulaney that was not good. <laughs> like I never watched it, but it was not picked up and the clips didn't look very good either. It was um, trying to like be a 90s sitcom. To, to yeah. my understanding, I also haven't seen like the entirety of it because I honestly don't even know where to find it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it he was like trying to riff off of like the '90s sitcom kind of thing. 
He also had something, um, I think, okay, I found it. I couldn't remember the name of it. In 2019, he put out something called John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh my God. Which is, have you not watched that? I've I've seen clips of it. I have I think not. It's very good. It's, it's so, funny. he it's he put it funny. out because he, he had talked about how he wanted to do like a, a, a children's special. Yeah. Um, and thought like, well, he, his, with his SNL experience, he thought, well, Sesame Street is kind of like SNL. Yes. Like, and it's like sketch comedy just for kids. So if I do something kind of like that, maybe that could work. And then it, it got great reviews. I don't know if it's still running, but, um, it I mean, did. it was just like a one variety special for Netflix. And then okay. to I my understanding, Netflix was like, this got really good ratings and reviews. So we're going to like sign you for another one i'm pretty positive that he like signed on to do a second one but it's like a musical isn't it it's very funny yeah because it's very like sesame street-esque but it's like all these like actual very adult topics and it's very funny it's hard to describe but i think it's it's like maybe an hour and a half two hours it's worth your time it's very okay. funny because you can also just pause it, it in between each sketch and like come back later. But yeah, yeah. it's you'll it you'll out. enjoy. It's kind of like weird, but if you go into it with the right mindset, I like, of like weird. knowing what it is, then like it's really funny. Great. There's some very good cameos in it that you they just come out of nowhere and you're like, what's what <laughs> happening? Uh, he also did a stage show with Nick Kroll where they were like in old man makeup. I don't remember the name of it. I unfortunately had trouble finding it because I have the notes on my phone now. Um, and so I can't search for it, but I think, I think it's called free to be me, free to be you and me potentially. Um, but I do not recall, but that got great reviews. I think they also were nominated for some stuff for that show. They were like, I don't think they were on Broadway. They were like off Broadway. Um, but not like off, off, off Broadway, like cause they're John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. So they were, they were getting some, some, some people, some butts in seats, if you know what I mean. Butts in seats was my nickname <laughs> in high school. All right, and then that brings us to some personal life, um, where we all know that he struggled with some substance abuse issues. Um, he got married on July fifth, twenty fourteen, to Anne Marie Tendler, um, and then they separated in May of twenty twenty one. The same month where he hold on, we the public found out they were separated yes. in Thank early twenty twenty one. Okay, yes. we don't know that that's truly the time frame situation because um, it's just coming out conflicting information from different parties. So that's we fair. probably will never know because it's. I mean, we're nosy. Obviously, we business. do this podcast, but it's not our business. <laughs> we just have Let's to all, kind of speculate. I think on we a lot should all things. just go in John Mulaney's bathroom and not turn the light on. And then we'll <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So, the, but so basically, the same months that we found out, we probably found out because he started dating Olivia Munn. Is probably mm-hmm. why we all found out, anyways. Um, and then very soon after, their son was born on November twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, making him a. <laughs> On keys to the stars, a cusp baby, fresh out of Scorpio into Sagittarius. Good job, you're so good at that. Wait, does he that. show just, the traits of? I'm just kidding. Should I <laughs> wait? Hold on. Should, <laughs> should I, I? I think there's only one true Kel keys to the star segment, but I'll do the theme song again if we need to. No, 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 yeah, it's okay. We don't, we don't know to. anything about the baby yet. <laughs> he doesn't have enough personality. <laughs> uh, he also has been diagnosed with ADHD. Um, which makes sense. Yeah. Same. He, that tracks. 
his Carmen, friends. you have to go to a doctor to diagnose you. Oh, I, we right, all right, should. Right. Honestly, we both should go to doctors. <laughs> People in general should go to doctors, but oh, this yes. country makes it difficult to afford that. So huh. Here we are. Yes. Um. So he, in 2014, he had an interview where he stated he's been sober um, since 2005. So he had been sober for like nine years. And then in 2020 is when he checked himself into a rehabilitation a rehabilitation center in Pennsylvania where he also stole Cookie's credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps doing that to me. <laughs> on his, on his first, and then that's when he was on Seth Meyers. Yeah, kind of explained. We talked about this in detail, I think, before. Yeah. Um, in our other John Mulaney episode, so go check that one out. So we won't spend a lot of time on it, but he also talked about it on SNL a little bit, where. He walked in, he had friends on an intervention, um, and realized right away it was an intervention for his drug problem, and some of them were on Zoom, and he said, well, if you if you, if you cared that much, why aren't you here in person <laughs> to them? That is, that's that cussed Leo coming out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, I think some of the notable people there was Seth Meyers, Fred Armisen, Pete um, Davidson. Pete Davidson, Yeah. I don't know if Andy Andy Samberg wasn't there. Was he? No, was he I don't mentioned? Know if they're close. Um, I wish they were. I would. Man, that would be funny. I feel like that would be a good friendship. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for my my end of discussion topic about what I want to see John Mulaney do <laughs> next. It's a good one. Um, some film stuff. He was Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which in mine and a lot of people's opinion is the best Spider Man movie. Um, he's in Chippendale Rescue Ranger. Which comes out soon, which is like a Roger Rabbit sequel, apparently. Um, Wait, what? You haven't seen the trailer for it? No. Is Roger Rabbit in it? It's He's in clips of it. Just check out the trailer. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and then his TV stuff is a lot of um, SNL. His And then his specials, are they all consider them like TV specials. Big Mouth, which is a very popular show that I wasn't really into, uh, but a lot of people like that show. He's also credited for being on The Simpsons. Like, he was a voice on The Simpsons for a couple of years. And then, other, other than that, it's mostly, like, late-night shows um, and some other stuff like that. And then his newest project is the uh, Chippendale movie. So that's his most current project, which leads us to, are there any projects or people you'd like John Mulaney to work with? Carmen, since you already have one lined up and ready to go, why don't you go ahead and start us off? So I... Yes, I would love to see John Mulaney and Andy Samberg in a movie, but I want it to be very similar to uh, that. What's that? Is that Grown Ups with Adam Sandler and like Kevin James and Chris yeah. Rock? And yeah, I want it to be like a Grown Ups version, but before they get married. And it's a movie where they all find their marriage. And then there's, you know, obviously very a lot of sequels that they could do, but I want it to be a, a range of ages. Okay. So I want Andy Samberg to be in it. Uh, John Mulaney, uh, Jason Sudeikis, Will Arnett, uh, Hannibal Burris, Sebastian Maniscalco, and then uh, Jim Gaffigan is John Mulaney's dad. That's what I want. Okay. I'm an all-star cast. I know. And then <laughs> Jessica Alba comes out of retirement and marries oh, one of them. I don't care who. <laughs> Definitely Hannibal Burris. Poor Jason um, Sudeikis. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love him. He is hilarious. Did you watch Ted Lasso yet? No, it's no. on my list. No spoilies. You have to. It's very good. Please watch it. It's uh, it's it's produced by also. Zach Zach Braff. Oh, I don't Right? Know. Isn't he the director, the producer, Zach Braff? He's the lead character in Scrubs. 
No, I, I know who Zach Braff is because he's dating Florence Pugh, and it's very weird to me. Whoa. The person's I last can't. name is Pugh? I can't get into this right now. It's weird. Like, I don't Pugh. know what her last name is. <laughs> they said it's her last name was Florence Pugh. Well, yes. that's, I mean, I, every time is? I say it, I say it different because I don't know how to pronounce it. So one of them, maybe it'll be right. I think she's going to look P- it up. But I don't know. It's P O U G H. Like, how am I supposed to say that? Puff. Pug. Pug. We say Florence Pugh. She's not from these parts. Um, being right, America. I, like, I think I'd like John Mulaney to be in like a Christmas movie. Um, I feel like I'd like that and I want him opposite like a snooty teenage kid I okay, feel like I have, that would, I think that I would be nice the best one I mean go, go for I it. appreciate both of yours I would watch probably anything John Mulaney was in but I'm gonna need it doesn't have to be a Christmas movie but something a la Muppets Christmas Carol where he is the uh-huh. only human and it's all the Muppets yeah, that is what yeah. I need and I need it to be a musical because he's like kind of like mock musical type. Like he always does the musical bits on SNL. So good. They're so funny. Um, and I think he's like a big musical buff. And I think he, that it would be like so funny if they did like, I don't know, some musical no, with great. all the Muppets. And then like John Mulaney is like one's like lead character. Like let's Dear redo Eminem greatest Hansen. showman. John Mulaney <laughs> can be the greatest, that can be a huge Jackman's part and everyone else can be Muppets. But John Mulaney can <laughs> also voice so a Muppet in the also, movie. Also, maybe they could write a new script, so it'll just be a different movie. But the same but music. Miss Piggy and Kermit. Yes. Uh, real quick, is is Florence Pugh the uh, Black no. Widow sister? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was like, Isn't I know this person. Isn't it weird that she's dating Zach Braff? He's yeah. Like Wait, did I say older. Zach Braff or Zach Efron? I think I think I might have accidentally just said Zach Efron dating Florence Pugh. Uh, but Zach no, Braff. JD from Scrubs is dating Florence Pug. So we still don't know I how to pronounce it. <laughs> Puff. Most people say Pew, and I'm going to lead with the majority. Also, no, I do not think Zach Braff is attached to Ted Lasso because I Googled it and he doesn't seem to be attached to it. Hold on. Uh, no, hold on. Stop. He's definitely not a producer because I have the list. I'm looking this up too. And he's not in the cast because I've watched it all. Uh, so, okay. Zach Braff directed an oh, yeah. episode of Ted yes. Lasso. That's fair. I also just found that. It's always uh, fun it's... when actors like step into directing. It's always like an interesting yeah. perspective to see. I like when the, they direct the shows other side of the camera. In. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grace does that all the time. Um, oh, do the they? Spoiler the alert. <laughs> Oh, that a spoiler? <laughs> All the ones that live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, John Mulaney lived, and that's the end of the John Mulaney episode. <laughs> so wait, can you we didn't talk about his dog? Although I don't oh, know. Oh, Petunia. Yeah, I mean, but I don't really I have love a lot Petunia. of Petunia. Yeah, she's... everybody loves Petunia. She's also, a little Frenchy, I think. Yeah, she's bulldog. a French bulldog, um, which is my favorite dog. And, and, um, he has a whole bit about her in one of his stand-ups, but I think it's in the Chicago one, like in the little, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I that I, that's a cute dog. So cute. Um, I, one of the opening bits for one of his Netflix specials is like her speaking in French to him. Like it's dubbed over, obviously like the dog is speaking French, but she tells him the date that he's going to die. And it's my birthday in like night, uh, 2060 <laughs> or something. And it's, but it's August 7th. And I always think it's so funny. Oh, I didn't know I'll always that's remember funny. it because it's every time it comes home, I'm like, that's my birthday. You do have a special, uh, connection with Petunia. Uh, 
truly. It's a cute dog. I think one of the th- one of the things that we need to also talk about is <sighs> John Mulaney needs. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting I for him to well. stay sober. I always appreciate people who are very like upfront about um, yeah. Like when they, I mean, obviously, like I was, I also respect it if people like choose to go through that privately. But um, I think it's it's nice when people like put the time in and like really focus on it and are like open about it. Cause I think, you know, for a lot of people it's relatable and it is helpful to see someone can go through it and come out and be successful. And that also just like that successful people, however it is that you may or may not measure success, like struggle with the same thing that other people struggle with. And it's not to say that like, you know, it just, I feel like it makes people feel maybe not so alone. I at least hope. Yeah. No, I agree. So it's nice that he's open about it. But yes, um, I also only want the best for him and success. And his baby's very cute and chubby, and I love it. I really want to go see him on his new tour. Like that's very much on my bucket list. Yeah, let's do it. Dude, thoughts on tour opening for John Mulaney? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it, guys. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. If you liked. John Mulaney, but you want to know more about like some of the other behind the stuff, other behind the scenes stuff other than the career? Go check out our other John Mulaney episode. Do we um, have one or two John Mulaney episodes? We have. This is our third John yeah, Mulaney. Yeah, so we episode. have two other John Mulaney episodes. This is our first deep dive. Yeah, this is our only deep dive. The other ones were just like Drama. speculating slash gossip. This is our first <laughs> full full picture. Deep dive. Bum bum bum. To the stars. keys to the deep dive (laughs) nice you're like a radio a morning radio show (laughs) welcome back to kfm 106 you got the dude thoughts podcast and this is cal keys to the stars deep dive (laughs) all right if you're still listening uh, well done wait hold on that's like uh what's um welcome to pizza planet Right? Isn't that the Pizza Planet voice? Yeah, it's the Pizza Planet voice. Or maybe it's... um, But I believe you. Man, I gotta look this up. It's uh, one of them. Or maybe it's the... No, it's the the, the toy... It's the the Buzz Lightyear action figure uh, commercial. I gotta Uh, look that up now. Well, while he's doing that, you guys can like, comment, subscribe. Send us some friends that enjoy learning about celebrities and their careers and share us with all of them so that they can listen to, and then you guys can go to work and talk about us at the water cooler with and your have good in. times. What's your AirPods in? Follow us on Instagram, carmen.gabriel.official, chaotically kelky. What's my... Gym Leader Gabe, I can't remember my Instagram. <laughs> You're forgetting you. <laughs> Dude Thoughts Pod, and if you got a dream. Go and chase it, and we will see you all in the next one. Bye.